Pickaxe. Hello, and welcome back to High Rollers. Last time, our heroes descended into the magma chamber of the immense Volcanos, a huge volcanic mountain in the Hawkstorn archipelago. Protected to some degree by the demigoddess Vala, who conjured up a sphere of magic that kept out the worst of the heat, the party slowly floated down through the magma to deliver a device that would stabilize the eruptions in the region. However, this endeavor was interrupted by Gulzor, the Gulzor. Great Worm. Gulzor. A magma-infused <laughs> worm that attacked them, knocking them out of the sphere and into the scorching lava, or swallowing some of them entirely. Defeating Gulzor and activating the device, Nova teleported the party back to the Storm Chaser, their airship, to recuperate. But during this recuperation, a rather careless comment from Lucius caused the wish ring he had gained in their fight with Graz in the Feywild <laughs> became active and the handsome high elf became a glorious peacock aracocra, much to Quill's dismay. Now, the party have been invited to the Titan Valena's Demiplane to help in the completion of her final projects with the hope that she will then rejoin Siaska for the good of Erois. Uh, and that is where we're gonna pick up today. Uh, you are all already aboard the Storm Chaser. Um, I believe that Quill and D1, this diamond dwarf woman, like made of diamond, uh, who is some sort of construct uh, connected with Valena, uh, was inputting a navigation. They are basically coordinate, you know, planning their route, which will take you beneath the sea. Um, okay. So uh, yeah, D1 will sort of be like, I've made the requisite preparations and plotted the course, but please be aware this will take us into a high pressure underwater environment. So I suggest you make your preparations now. Okay, okay, uh, so we're gonna need the shields. The shields, right? Is that, does it, do they work underwater? They work underwater, right, Nova? Yes. This is the preliminary flight using them, though, so I can't give you 100% confirmation on that. That okay. would be rather reckless of me as a scientist. What can you give me? 65.25%. Mm, 65.25? I'll take the 25, but 65? Is everyone okay with 65%? I don't need to. I can breathe underwater, so I'm kind of fine. I don't need to breathe. Oh, good. Don't, yeah. Don't, no, 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 neither. Sounds like it's a birdie problem. I need to breathe underwater. <laughs> One of the wolf pack just puts his hand up. Yeah, I mean, all the crew need to breathe underwater, and I mean, it is a birdie problem, Lucius. I'm a bird. You're a bird. I keep forgetting. A beautiful bird. Okay. <laughs> Told you you were my favorite. Yeah, I'll take that. But still, 65% doesn't sound great, Nova. Well, if I'd had more time to run all the tests that I wanted to, then I could have brought that percentage up. But, you know, everyone was like, oh, end of the world, we have to go as soon as possible, blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. It is rather important that we do it sooner rather than later. Yeah. And that's why you get 65.25%. Okay. Also, Lucius is standing, like, he hasn't figured out his physical <laughs> space yet, so, like, a wing is going <laughs> into, like, Nova and Tail I'm pushing. Yeah. yeah. And, like, plucking feathers off. Well, that reminds me, swimming might be different for you now, that you've got a lot more... Oh, he is absolutely well, not going to be able to. Okay. Oh, we're going to have to drag him along, aren't we? It's less kicking. The talons, the kicking won't do much. It's all wing. 
At least he has hollow bones now, so you could drag him easy. Very true. Hollow I bones. mean, he was fine before as well. <gasps> oh no, you've got hollow bones. What do you mean? What's wrong? Oh no, with he's that? got hollow bones. What does that mean? Uh, I mean, get them out. <laughs> <laughs> no, you remember, you remember all the times bits have been taken off me. Remember that time I got my jaw shot off? Oh. <laughs> shot, stabbed, burnt. Oh, lost an eye. Already lost an arm when we met him. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, that might be you now. Actually, it's yeah. quite short. I think a peacock's beak. Mm. Yeah, it's I little... forget what peacocks look like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Uh, D1 will say, if you have any questions about the journey, I am happy to assist. Uh, okay, how, how long are we going to be underwater for? The journey should approximately take four hours from our current location. Right. Uh, okay, how much of that is underwater? Almost all of it. Oh, good. Okay, good. Then we've got 65% chance throughout the entire journey to... 0.25. Do we have any options to emergency evacuate back to the surface if things were to go wrong? Like we sprung a leak or something. Yeah, it's called fly up. Good, yeah, yeah. go up. Can we go vertically go, up go with yeah, our yeah. vessel? Yeah, Pushkin, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a nice ship. Mm-hmm. How, how deep are we going? We will be approaching near the bed of the uh, the, the bottom of the current area's plate. It won't be a quick trip to the It surface. is quite a distance under, under the water. Okay. Which, you know, crew. You may get the bends. The who? Uh-huh. That's where if you repressurize too fast while you're coming out of the water, all your blood goes funny and your brains may explode. Uh, not if we're in an enclosed space, I do believe. Yeah, That's this has definitely been pressurized. I hope so, because we need to breathe. Mm-hmm. And How not many sustain injuries. <laughs> who can um, cast the water breathing stuff? Nobody... Uh, not me. Not me. I think that was Nova's domain. You had some scrolls, and Lucius is the one who can cast it, I believe. Can I? I believe so. I don't remember. I believe it's on the sorcerer spell list, so if you you use a scroll, you can cast it. Oh, I use the scroll. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because Nova used to have it until I swapped out the Eldritch Invocation, and then you, it was you. It was all you, big boy. We have a scroll. Yes, we bought more scrolls. I will be (laughs) casting the water breathing. Okay. It will only affect, I think, up to ten creatures, yeah. so it won't affect the whole crew. But, but um, the crew also have their their like um their, new, oh, their they uniform. Have the they have sort of like like a, a, like oh, yeah. yeah atmospheric helmets basically. Like they can, oh, okay. they can give themselves nice. a very but they don't have ox like they will basically only have the air that's like in their between their like suit and their their helmet. They won't have very long. Araya, <laughs> sorry, yes, sorry everyone, yes, Captain. Can I have you for a moment? Okay. Um. He's trying to like tuck his wings in and just look like an elf. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um how are you? Are you okay? Ah, uh, yes, I'm a little disturbed disturbed by this. This is a sudden change. Is it disturbing? I'm not using... Well, it's just unusual, isn't it? I wasn't expecting you to suddenly become a bird man. Um like Me well, but no, I, it seems to be fine. I think that the encounter with the volcano, now that you've dealt with it, seems to be okay, but the crew's holding up well. Now, we're going to be submerging for at least mm-hmm. four hours. Yes. Do we have a emergency evacuation protocol for the crew? As in the ship is no longer functioning, we cannot just lift the ship up? It gets real bad. Uh, what do? If we're going down that deep, I don't think that there's, I don't think that we have enough air in our suits to be able to swim up to the surface. Oh. Um, my hope was that if Nova, if Miss Vija is here, she may be able to teleport some of us away. Um, Why does everything come down to me? Because you're the most useful one. Oh, thanks. 
but I think that this is. But my understanding is not. not I, I do not. It's not that I doubt Miss Nova's calculations. I think they are quite correct. But uh, as Miss Miss Perel, the one who built the shielding systems, uh, has offered me as much assurance as she could that this should protect us from underwater. That, that we should be fine. It will keep it pressurized. Yes, almost there's 100%. no. There's no leaks to be popped. Oh, she uh, it is not a hull. Uh, the shield should be, as long as the ship has power, the shield should function. As long as the crew are aware of the risks? Oh, yes, yes. And I mean, we give them the options? We know what you are getting involved in. We are prepared to fight evil uh, galactic planar emperors, uh, giant stars that want to eat everyone. Meteors. Everyone's pretty much on board. Yes, we've, we've had meteors thrown at us. I think at this point, we're all in for the, for the final push. Yes, great to hear. <laughs> mm-hmm. Good. They are, yeah, you'll get used to them. Um, Do I have to trim my fingernails? Occasionally. You normally just scratch against wood. Would that come innately? I start scratching like with I don't know, is that, is, that a, is that a bird thing? I know that's, that's a cat a, thing. With <laughs> cats now. I think, yeah, you would have been better picking a cat man. You don't know anything about that. I don't know. I don't know. Tom birds. has two cats. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah, just, just scratch. Just scratch them. everything. Uh, do you want to say, well, I am ready to proceed and guide the ship as necessary. Thank you, D1. Um, yes, we'll get underway immediately, unless anyone has any urgent things they need to attend to before we go underwater for four hours. <sighs> I don't think so. Um, I mean, are we preparing for a fight? I don't believe so. This is just an invitation, right? Aren't we always? Are, are you asking D1? Yeah. Uh, I do not believe that violence will be involved. My, I do not know the exact nature of the project that you will be working on, but I would not anticipate to involve in any combat. That does not mean to say that the process will not be dangerous and you should not make yourselves prepared for dealing with the situation. Very well. Make it so, Nova. Alright. Okay. Engage. Well, so, Nova, the question for you is, is are you, you or Tiangong going in the control chamber? Um, <laughs> I'll go in. All right. So yeah, Nova makes her way down into the uh, the Storm Chasers e uh, engine room. Um, enters the sort of uh, coffin-like pod. Coffin. Um, Stop getting your coffin. coffin. <laughs> it's, it's, what's the it's a pod. It's a pod. Sure. It's a cod. Uh, it's a cod. <laughs> uh, you step inside it, and again, you feel that sensation. You become aware of the ships, and yeah, you can activate the environmental shielding. Um, and yeah, you become very aware of like the depths in the situation. And Quill, your readouts begin. Actually, they shift, and they begin showing a sort of depth. So rather than altitude, mm -hmm. as you lower down, it begins to now register mm -hmm. depth, and so your sort of displays change. Uh, might I make a request, Nova? Can you hear me over the the whatever communication? We can hear all. Very well. Uh, it's that strange personality yeah, shift yeah, yeah. into the I am ship. Um, could you, as this is a new venture for the ship, I think logging all scenarios would be very vital for research. Uh, you're doing that anyway, aren't you, Nova? Engineers log, starting. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I don't need a second-by-second second analysis, but, the, you know, the crucial bits. It would be good to learn from this. Captain Lucius Virian Elwin Elanasto dictates me. that there should be a log made. Little does he realize we have been making logs since day zero. Thank you, Nova, for announcing that to the entire ship. Anyway, can you let the crew that we're, we're going under? Crew of the Storm Chaser, prepare to dive underwater, prepare for submersion, prepare for the worst, 
No, no. Have a nice day. Okay. <laughs> as the, as the shield, actually, that sort of surrounds the airship, uh, you the water is displaced almost. It kind of pushes the water oh. to the side, and as it lowers down, uh, yeah, the ship peels down, and Araya and the other like people who are used to working on a sea ship, and even the crew who work, used to work on an airship, kind of take a brief moment of sort of like they voluntarily suck their Don't breath. Don't be alarmed, in. everyone. <laughs> As the I'm a little alarmed. <laughs> I'm terrified. Right? Terrified. <laughs> the ship fully submerses. Uh, the sails, there's no need. The crew take all of those in. The, the skylines are taken in. And instead, now it is simply being propulsed by the Ethereum engines um, and the magical nature of the airship itself. Uh, D1 on Quill's display, D1 has projected a course and is currently basically stood next to you um, okay. watching the whole thing. But the, the the Storm Chaser almost follows this path. Like, it's been a kind of predetermined path that it's now following, and Araya is just, you know, keeping keeping an eye out for unexpected dangers. How much can we see uh, around us? Like Not I very far. Visibility's not yeah, good. Vis- I, I, when you're at the surface, you see, can see a lot more, but as you get deeper and deeper, it becomes this dark blue, sort of ominous darkness beyond. The, sh- the shielding, you can probably see maybe like 20, 30 feet beyond, um, but even with your senses, it is like trying to watch through a camera, like yeah. you can see kind of thing. Okay. Um, so your little uh, scrying senses, sorry. Um, the journey is fairly... Uh, quiet. Uh, there is no. Uh, you don't encounter any creatures. Uh, you do see sea life, but none of it aggressive and all of it on, of a smaller scale. Um, as the ship descends into the kind of much more tropical waters around the Hawkstorn Archipelago, big coral reefs. Uh, you see much more unusual sort of sea life, brightly coloured, um, as it begins going lower and lower. And um, as you near sort of the bottom of this section of the the sea floor, you do see more of these kind of scattered, broken remnants of. Solvin ruins of this ancient city that Century would probably recognize a bit more. Um, Solvin was this enormous metropolis. It was massive, you know, this huge, huge city. Um, and, but pieces of it are kind of scattered in the seafloor, dragged along by currents or bits and pieces. Um, eventually, the Storm Chaser uh, comes to a deep underwater gorge, which, you know, the land splits open and the course has you going down into it, which is deeper and deeper underwater. Uh, the gorge is narrow, tight, sheer cliffs, you know, underwater cliff faces around you. Um, and Araya is very nervously at the controls, um, making sure that, like, any loose rocks won't block their passage um, and things like that as you slowly begin to make your way through. Uh, how's everyone feeling as, like, you are You are basically almost like it feels like you're at, at night, like, on on the deck of the ship, you're dry, you can breathe, um, but it is so dark that the crew have had to bring out like lights and, and light magical t- uh, torches and things like that. Yeah. Um, and it is pitch black, uh, you know, beyond this little shimmering field around the Storm Chaser. I mean, I'm just like intensely monitoring. I don't know what the display is right now, but if it's like arrows we're following or something like that. Yeah, it's basically like, like there's like a kind of dotted line um, and uh, D1 is occasionally she will lean in and make adjustments. Like she just touches the console and like mm-hmm. it makes little adjustments um, as it looks like some of the, she probably say something like, it appears that the seismic activity has shifted this area. I'm making adjustments. And then, and it just ever so slightly shifts the dotted lines over a little bit. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm just like intensely monitoring that. If, if the ship is veering slightly off course, I'm like saying, okay, left, 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 right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, just trying to keep it on track. And I guess anytime, I suppose if you're underwater, it's just any noise just, ooh going right past the yeah. ship and seeing any light. Oh. Uh, you do, you, you probably would hear in the faint distance like sea creatures, like you can hear sort of 
you know, distant noises, but it's very muffled, um, and you don't see any any signs of threat or danger for sure. Don't see them. Anything else from anyone else? Yes, Sentry's just like it's just like astral space. It's just like astral space. Only it's very deep and very dark and very scary. I don't know what's down here. It's just like astral space. It's just like astral space. We'll be okay. We'll be okay. I imagine it's kind of like when you walk into a library and everything's really quiet and everyone just starts naturally whispering. Yeah. <laughs> it's like just really quiet. It's ominous, right? Uh, and having this kind of like pressure around you. And uh, as and, and yeah, the, the, the ship navigates this labyrinth of narrow cracks in the ground, basically. Um, and you can see again like remnants of buildings now, like wedged into the sides of the gorge itself, like almost like projecting outwards. You see like the tip of a spire or like the top of a rounded uh, dome of a tower maybe, but it all broken and ruined, overgrown with sea life and things like that. Um, eventually, the ship comes to a dead end. Uh, the pathway leads to just the end of a gorge where this great tall underwater mountain and cliffside just looms in front of you and you've descended deep, deep, deep into the ocean at this point. Um, and yeah, the navigation just stops. Um, Valor and Max, who are kind of on the deck with you, uh, Valor sort of kind of closes her eyes for a moment and she's just like, this isn't the, this isn't the demi-planar breach, but Valena's magic is incredibly strong here. Like, her presence is suffused into, into the earth here, beyond this 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 region, this beyond this gorge. It's very unusual. I've never encountered anything like this before. D one. Yes, Captain. Have you ever been here? Yes. You were created here. Yes. When was the last time you were down here? Approximately. In in days. 96 days and seven hours. Right, so it's relatively recently. Yes. And does anything feel different? No. Okay, good to know. It will just take me a moment to request the appropriate activation. Please do. And you just watch as she just stands there completely still, this diamond dwarf woman just stands perfectly still. Nothing changes, her expression is smiley round smile. And then you hear, she's just like, activation complete and you hear this grinding of stone as not a, me a mechanism, the stone is magically pulled apart like a curtain. It kind of drifts to the side, pulling open, rippling with magic as it turns. And you can actually see that D1's hands, even though the rest of her isn't moving, her fingers are ever so slightly controlling that movement as they kind of split the earth of the mountainside. And beyond, in the thick of the earth, in this deep underwater gorge, you find the storm chaser begins to pass through an immense cavern, the scale of which defies any reality or expectation. It is like entering another world, a sky that you can't see. It almost becomes this voluminous space. Um, you see great columns of stone, minerals, and metal are placed throughout this cavern um, on either side of you uh, with dozens of bridges and platforms connecting them. It's almost like you're going down the street of some fantastical, enormous city, but you can't see beyond these columns and these bridges. Um, what you do see is flashes of light just here and there moments like flashes, you can hear the faint sounds of hammer and steel and stone. You can see, Quill, 
from your position with your scrying crystals on these bridges, like almost like scaffolding these stone bridges uh, amongst this space, of maidens of Valena and all different gemstone types and colors working at something. Um, but you can't see this, the sensor range just doesn't quite reach. You can see the outline of something, maybe buildings, um, but they appear to be working on something. And the storm chaser begins moving once again, following a long, slow line past it through this enormous cavern. Holy crap. Has this been under solvent the whole time? We are not under solvent. Where, where are we? We are currently in the major metropolis zone that, requ- that uh, houses the ma- majority remains of the city of Solvin. We're in Solvin? A section of it. What? How? I... I guess it must have been submerged. That is correct. Most of the city was submerged when the uh, cataclysm took place, when the Telecus broke, sundered the earth. The Sundering, yes. But Sentry have seen this place before. It's hard because you can only just about see the outline of stuff. You can't really see any details. If you want to make a perception check for me, um, you're like peering through the shielding that's like keeping all the water out and it's really hard to see any sort of definition or shape. Um, Beyond shape, rather. Perception, where are you going? Perception. 12 plus 12, 24. 24, okay. Yeah, even though it's hard to make out details, you do begin to, you recognize, unlike the rest of where you've seen the ruins of Solven, which are like a scattered tower, a broken piece of wall, you are seeing like full buildings. Some of which have been destroyed or removed. I might have rolled that wrong, sorry. That's right. Uh, I might have got a 14 instead. That's okay. Yeah, so... I mean, I'll still say that, yeah, you can see, like, full buildings, like towers, spires, domes, streets. You can see the outline of streets. Like, you are, you imagine that you would be flying over Solvin if this were not underwater, but now you are sort of drifting through it. Um, But these stone archways and, and bridges, that's all been constructed. Like, this cavern is almost like it's been formed over Solvin and it is now being sort of rebuilt and reformed. Like, not, you're not sure what they're doing. It doesn't look like they're trying to... In fact, I would say, yeah, you don't know what they're doing. They're working on the city somehow. Um. Hmm. What, what, what are you building? What, what, what is all this? I'm afraid, that the, I'm afraid that the information regarding the Valena's second project is currently not for me to share. But it's, 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 it's solving. It's, it's here. I could, I could walk. I could walk on that, on, on the ground, like I was back home. It's there. It's so close. My apologies, Sentinel Prime. I am not at liberty to discuss the nature of the second project. That is only for the Forge Mistress to discuss. It's okay, we'll, we'll get our answers, Sentry, as soon as we get access to Velena herself. Yeah. Uh, anything from anyone else? Just cool, just taking it all in. Just... Yeah, I'm just seeing, like, I, I'm try, I guess I would try and figure out, A, how many of these maidens there are, 
and they're, uh, they're just all I mean, over the there's place. Hundreds of them, yeah. Like, yeah. You, you you lose kind of track and count. Like you only catch like glimpses of them, but like looking out in the distance, you see like a little speck of light here, a little speck of light there, and it looks like they have like magical tools that they're using. You know, almost like the kind of spark of like a welding gun or like something like that. It's almost like they're they're doing, but something you know, a magical version. I guess they illuminate quite a lot as well. Yeah, and it's just. Um, and then it kind of catches the light. Um, but yeah, you see like hundreds of these bridges, like these columns have been sort of like built around the city. Um, make a perception check for me, Quill, because you've got the sensors and also like you do have much keener vision than most. Much but it's still like silhouettes vision. and stuff. We yeah, for, for you guys, it's all just like flashes and silhouettes of buildings. Like imagine like a shadowy cityscape around you, right? 24. 24. <laughs> do we have dark vision? 60. Uh, oh, I don't. You. Yeah. Does. Yeah. So like, does yeah, you're really weird. It's like, why, why isn't my color? Why isn't my vision changing? It's just nope. No, no black and white vision for Lucius anymore. Uh, it's very strange. Um, Quill, like, yeah. I mean, yes, you can definitely see them working. You still don't quite know what they're doing, but you begin to notice other things. You realize that whilst you are traveling down this like main section, it is very purposely being cleared. And actually, looking beyond, you don't think that the city is very wide. It's almost like it's long and thin, like a kind of like a cut of a city. Like something has been sort of like somebody has taken like a long slice of the city and kept it um, intact. Uh, you do also notice that the maidens, you recognize pieces that they're working on. It's not just that they're, some of them seem to be repairing buildings or building new things like tunnels and connect, uh, connections between them. Some of them appear to be installing weapons, like the arcane turrets that you have on the on the storm chaser. Oh my god! <laughs> this is cool as hell. Um, Sentry, uh, if you know this part of the city, would you know why this particular area would be preserved? Yeah, I mean, with fourteen, I can't say that you know it exactly. This is definitely a Solvin somewhere in Solvin. It's not the royal. It's not the royal palace. You know that. Um, but the city was so massive. Like you're not really sure what part you're currently in. Yeah. It's it's hard to know. There's, there's there's nothing that could tell me where we are right now. Solvin was huge. Um, mm. would a commune of nature help? You can try. Yeah, you can do whatever you want. The wonder of the game. Oh uh, yeah, I'll I'll cast a commune of nature. Yeah, just give me a give me a uh, reference on that. What does it do? Um, so you briefly become one with nature and gain knowledge of the surrounding territory. Mm -hmm. um, the spell doesn't function where nature has been replaced by construction, such as dungeons and in towns. Mm -hmm. um, but I gain knowledge on three uh, factors of my choice, which could be um, terrain and bodies of water, prevalent plants, minerals, animals, or peoples, powerful celestials, fey, fiends, elementals, or undead, influence from other planes of existence, and buildings. Okay, which three do you want? Um, could I do um, buildings, um, influence from other planes, mm -hmm. and let's do prevalent plants, minerals, animals, or peoples. Minerals? <laughs> I mean, oh, man. Okay. So, yeah. uh, right, plants, there's no people. I'll tell you that now. There's no people here. Um, plants, all kinds of aquatic sea life. Seaweed and all sorts of, like, you know, They're not what like, you'd expect. Afraid of this area, then. Who? The, the aquatic life. When I say aquatic, I mean, like, plant life. Oh, like, right. Kind of like seaweed. There's no animals here. Mm. There's no, no fish fishes. or anything like that yeah. at all. Okay. Um, 
And then in terms of uh, minerals, uh, you detect uh, over a hundred different sizable chunks of ruby, topaz, sapphire, emerald, quartz, diamond, all of that stuff, uh, which you do are uh, immediate. And also, you that's weird, there's a huge chunk of diamond next to it. <laughs> um, influence from other planes, none. Oh, yeah. um, I don't think that the Titan would count because they're they're not an elemental or anything like that. No, I like, guess I guess there is some hint of a celestial influence, but you think that that is just because this is obviously somehow connected to Valena in some way. Um, but no, like, oh, there's a devil or at work or anything like that. Buildings. It's interesting because the spell doesn't function in a city, but this is a city that's been overtaken by nature. So I'm going to allow it, uh, and I would say that yeah, there's there's key buildings here. Um, uh, the chief barracks of the of of Solvin. Um, you also one of the the uh, I didn't come up with a name for it, but basically the place that provided magical power to the city. Solvin basically had electricity, but through magical energy, right? Like so it had like yeah, like a power grid. Um, it had like magical lighting, so that it had like street lights. It had uh, functional like transportation in Solvin, like carts and things that would move by magic. Um, that building, like the core building of that is here. Um, the pa No palace. Um, you detect all sorts of like different, you know, things. But also some of it has been changed. Like you're like, some of this is definitely different. Like um, buildings have been taken down and built, new things have been built in place and stuff like that. Cool. Hopefully where, that's, where the buildings that's okay. are, obviously I can't see anything, but... Just for fun, mm -hmm. um, the buildings they're making. Quill can just say, oh, "I can see this," and you can ask Quill a question. So, are they like Solvin styled, or are they just doing it in a totally different look? There is an element of Solvin's architecture, but the form and the functionality is completely different. It's hard to tell. You can't really see. Even Quill's vision is still only limited to like, like he can't see the whole thing. He knows that it doesn't go. It is this like vertical slice. Um, if anything, if I was to say to Quill, like, it looks like they're building more sort of covered structures, like tunnels and things like that, that connect the buildings to one another. Um, but hard to say. Oh, interesting. Um, would Tiangong know why Starbane targeted Solven? Initially? Yeah. Yeah, Tiangong will tell you. Yes, Nova Vija. Solven was the height of Aroes magical, magitech weaponry. Callus uh, envisioned it as his greatest threat on Aroes, mm. along with the Titans. Solvin's Magitek was comparable to the Valkyrian Empires at the time. Interesting. And did he did he succeed in his mission to to stop it, to basically destroy it? The Sundering took place before Kallus could complete his conquest of Aroes. The city was besieged, as Sentinel Prime will likely be able to tell you. However, Solvin was maintaining a defense at the time. It was close to defeat, and essentially you would hear that, like, because you were there, you know it was near the verge of the city was being overrun, but it hadn't been fully taken, mm. and then Atelicus, mm. uh, But the other thing Tiangor would say, Kalos was not present for the siege of Solvin. Mm. Uh, Zarkira and other forces were the ones primarily attacking the city. Mm. Kalos was, at that time, engaging Siaska. Hmm. Hmm. So I guess through like the ship's comms, like you'd hear kind of Nova just being like, um, we have a theory based on Starbane's attack on Solven. It could be Velena is trying to use Solven's superior Magitech ability as a defense against Starbane now. 
That would make sense. But I just sense the energy around me now that there's great, there's, there's the great magical energy still present here. I think we're near the power plant where the main source of power was for Solvin. Well, it's currently inactive, if that's the case. Yes, I can't no see lights. anything. Yeah, it's, it's currently inactive. Looks dead down there. This could be why Valena's here. The storm chaser eventually reaches the end of its destination. You've travelled like miles, you know, just tracking across this long slice of the city. Like it's it's been significant, and it eventually comes to rest at a uh, again an, a large edifice carved into the back of this cavern. Like you reach another stone wall at the back of the city, and here there is an edifice. Uh, the edifice is uh, of a an older dwarven woman hunched protectively over a small forge uh, that she's almost sheltering the flame kept within it. The forge is decorated with hundreds of rubies that give the image of a, a faint dying ember still in the forge and the dwarven woman is sort of around it protectively. Um, uh, D1 uh, just says, we have reached our destination. Um, uh, as in the ship can go no further? Or... Valor... I think I know what she means. This is the breach point. Uh, beyond, th this is a, a sort of a landmark to signify that this is where we can access Valena's realm. Okay. Um, and D1, would you want to come with us into? I will not. I'm afraid I am not permitted to enter the final forge. My my duty was to bring you here. I have done so. And afterwards. Are you remaining on this ship while we go in? My duty is to help finish the final projects. So you'll be going back to work? She doesn't... Right. The um, she doesn't seem to have a... You know, like, she's given her statement. I guess we'll make her own way back to the surface. Or maybe we'll get another helper on the way up. Uh, so we don't lose our way. D1 will say, The Forge Mistress requests that you leave your, comp your crew and your ship here. I, I've been told to assure you that it will be safe. Uh, okay. Again, cut off completely there. Um, I'll, I'll get the scroll ready for water breathing. Um, Valor, Valor just says, I think I can access the breach from the deck of the ship. I can take us through. All right, just in case I've got the scroll ready. You should keep it ready. I don't know what's going to be on the other side. That's, that's the difference here. Is unlike with Zephyr, I knew the sort of environment we were going into. This is locked down. I, I can't even glimpse inside. The only reason I can access it is because Valena is allowing me. I can I can feel her presence here. She's right. she's allowing me to open the door for us. Are you getting any um any glimpse at all of Valena's um I wanna say emotional state? <laughs> sort of. She's calm. She's not like Zephyr. Zephyr, I could feel Zephyr's rage. There's sadness, but there's calm here. But also a sort of anticipation, like she wants to finish something. Okay, that's reassuring, I think. Um, you ready to go? Sure. Everyone? I'm really good at talking to people and, you know, sorting stuff out and definitely not fighting. And it's all my, my strong point, mm. so... Mm. I just thought maybe it would have been good to have some of those helmets that the crew have. <laughs> we'll get 
at those ordered next time. Next time. Next time. Yeah, but there still wouldn't be. Beacon. There would only be like a small amount of air yeah. in them. Yeah. True. How does this work with Tian, uh, Nova and Tiangong disengaging from uh, the ship? I mean, they can run the they ship. Like you're, you're not shield. needed to be here. Yeah. Uh, it's just easier. Yeah. Like there are, and like you've trained some of the Wolfpackers sort of apprentice engineers, and they're like, "Yep, yeah, we can run it." They don't go in the pod. Yeah. Like, well, I'm not going in there. <laughs> but they, they, I'm not going in the coffin. Um, so but they, they can run the power. They just can't do anything. Like if you leave them here, like if they were to come under attack, it would be harder for them to use certain systems. Yeah, but the right. shield, the, the yeah, 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 they can keep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. They can keep all of that active. Just not. That's what they did when the Volcanus was attacking as well. <laughs> Yoink! Yeah. Um, so yeah, like the the kind of the the pod opens, you can step out and join the crew, uh, join join your companions up Woo! on the ship. Max and Valor uh, will kind of stand up. Max is obviously going to stay by Valor, um, and uh, Valor will just look and say, "Well, I'm ready when you are. I can open the door I, again. I don't know what to expect, but." Uh, we will do our best, and it does seem that Valena at least wishes to talk, um, which is not what I, the impression I got from Zephyr or what I get from the others. Let's okay. just prepare for any circumstance, I guess. Like disagreeing with her plan. Yes, but yeah. let's not forget she's she's a god, so titan. we'll treat her with that sort of respect. Technically <laughs> speaking, she's a titan. I know, technically, she doesn't want to be called a titan, I'm sure. <laughs> All right, all right. And uh, Val will just say, step behind me. Um, and she sort of raises her hands and she focuses and you see sort of her hair begin to lift up from the back of her neck, almost becoming the shimmering nova, like nebula uh, around her, like like her mother. Um, and her eyes open and they become bright purple energy, like no more eyes, just this blazing energy. She puts her hands in front of her and as she parts them, uh, a kind of glowing purple door kind of in in space, kind of this triangle opens up and there is now this just big glowing white purple light. Um, and God, Val, I love that shit. And Val is <laughs> just like holding her hands like this, uh, kind of in a, in a triangle shape in front of her and she's just like, I should go through last, you should step through first. All right. I am walking on the spot, hoping that someone goes first. <laughs> I think, Sentry, uh, with your connection to this place, and I suppose to Valena, you should probably take the lead. Okay, I will. Right. Guide us into Solvent. Sentry goes in first, and then everyone follows, I'm assuming. Mm -hmm. And then Valor and Max come last. And what you see before you. <gasps> 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 I can't do that. Okay. So you find yourselves on dry land with breathable air. The transition is somewhat disorientating for a few moments. The world around you seems to spin and haze. But when your vision clears, you feel a strange sense of familiarity. You stand on a stone platform before an almighty forge. The platform and the forge appear to be raised and suspended 30 foot of the ground of a larger chamber of rough natural rock. To the left and right, pathways seem to split off to smaller sections, almost like shrines. Whilst ahead, the space is dominated by an enormous anvil with a large forge behind it. And on either side, a curved staircase leads up to gated chambers that look down 
on the central area. Stone columns and arches lead upward, but there is no ceiling here. Instead, there is a night sky filled with beautiful, bright stars and the shifting pattern of the cradle. And stood behind the giant anvil is Valena. Valena is gray of hair, uh, dwarven in appearance, although at a colossal scale, nearly 20 feet tall. She has leathery skin and corded muscles that have shrunk slightly with age. She stands in a heavy fur mantle clasped by golden brooches, wearing a fine circlet of mithril and adamantine upon her brow. A dark braid falls behind her and along one shoulder, and her ears are studded with numerous rings of gold and silver, as well as studs of precious stones. Her bottom lip is pierced by an onyx stone, and a mithril ring pierced through her nose uh, connects to one of her golden loops in her ears. Three diamonds are studded above her right eyebrow, and her features are round and warm. Her skin seems to shift, streaks of color ranging from dull gray like stone to black onyx to brassy brown, and finally an almost porcelain white dance across her like clouds. A thick leather apron and a belt with all sorts of handmade steel tools hangs at her waist, and her hands are shrouded in giant leather gauntlets. She rests her hands, almost leaning on the anvil in front of her. Welcome, champions of Aroes. I'm kneeling as much as I can as a bird, <laughs> just instinctively. Sure. Sentry puts her hands over the matrix and just bows her head. It's good to finally meet you. I am glad that you can come to this place. I have a great need of you, and I know that you have something you must ask me to do as well. I ask only that you assist me in this final task, and then I shall gladly join my mother in the halls of infinite resplendence. I'll leave out a sigh of <laughs> yeah. relief to everyone else. <laughs> do not be so eased. This task will not be easy. But I expect you have many questions. And whilst time is short, I am happy to give what little there remains to you in this time. What are you doing here? What, what's your plan? Fair questions, Sentinel Prime. When my mother died, when her body became the cradle, she gave tasks to Kalara, my sister, toward the dead, and a task unknown to any of the other Titans to me. Two, in fact. She asked me to prepare a tool for those who would rise up to face the enemy and to build a contingency that might keep the dream of Aroes from falling into darkness should everything fail. For many years, my grief at my mother's death left me with no spark of inspiration or creativity. I was desperate to fulfill her wishes and tried and tried, but nothing worked. No ideas came to mind, no schema, no design. I fell into despair for many, many years. And then, well, when Hesper told me 
that Callus had returned. When he told me of you, I began to watch you. And through watching you, I have seen Hadar. I have seen the great threats that face us and the state of our world. And I have found myself in these last few months. Well, my spark has returned. And at least I have settled upon an idea. I do not know if it will work, but it is all I can do in what time I have left. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, cool. So I guess let's start with project one. The first project, you would have seen some of it in the cavern before you came here. It is nearing completion, and you do not need to assist me with it. The maidens will finish it. I have given them what power I can, though it has drained me, to now complete this task. When you leave here, you will witness it, and all will be revealed. For the second, a contingency to keep the dream of Arois alive. My power is not enough to recreate the wonders of a device like the World Engine. Nor is it strong enough to de develop a weapon that can defeat Hadar. But I have come up with something. I call it the Star Seed. It is a device that will connect the souls that Kalara gathers when they die. It will house the knowledge, the memory of Aroes. And the hope is that should everything fail, it will be sent to another reality beyond the web of eternity to find somewhere to take seed and to grow. Perhaps the divine powers of such a reality will be able to restore the dead to life in their world. Or perhaps if there are already inhabitants, they will learn of Arois and at least tell our story. But such a device to survive the passing into a new reality, to contain all of the knowledge and memory and lives of the people of Arois is no easy task. Once I would have called upon the other Titans to assist me, but with Hesper and Zephyr gone, Sayana weakened, and the rest, well, as you know, they are in no fit state to aid me. I must call on you. What do we need to do? That's <laughs> so good. That's so, That's really so cool. That's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> I like the name. Oh, the name is Star Seed. So cool. Um, like when you're not in space. No, Tom. <laughs> That's such a cool idea. Mm. Valena gestures at the forge around her, and she points out six columns, each embedded with a light that you can see upon it—a glowing light. The process for creating the star seed. I will forge it. This will take almost all of my power to do so. These six columns each contain a foci. 
The foci are the components that will make up the power, the essence of the seed. Memory. She points to the one uh, on her left. This one here. Yeah. On, the map. on um, our right. Yeah, you're right. Magic. The next one along, uh, next to a bridge. You can see like a stone bridge leading to this column. Spirit. She points to one on a sort of broken island which seems to be disconnected from the rest. Knowledge. She gestures to the one on her right in one of these gated uh, compartments. Connection. She gestures behind her above the forge. And then finally she points to the very ceiling and a platform floating above the forge itself. And on the map it's the levitating one. Okay. And hope. These six foci must be infused. I cannot tell you what this process will specifically involve, but one of you must do so. Once it is infused, you will not be able to leave it. You must remain by that foci. During which, I will call out which foci must be infused. We must do them in sequence and only when the preparations are ready. In the meantime, there will be other tasks as I forge. This will take considerable power. It may break sections of the final forge. It may require you to assist me in its creation. You must best aid me as you can. I will also need the aid of my sister. She gestures to Valor. You contain a spark of mother. The starseed cannot be made without it. This will drain your power too, but I know you are strong. As for what else will happen, I can tell you that there will be dangers. As the forge breaks, there may be eruptions of magical power, there may be consequences if you are unable to infuse one of the foci. You must be prepared. I'm prepared. If you have any qu further questions, I am happy to answer them. We have time. I understand this is a great ordeal that I have asked of you, and that you have many questions, not just about me and this forge, but of Mother, of the nature of Aroas. I will answer as best I can, though I have been withdrawn from the world for a long time. You said magic, spirit, knowledge, connection, and hope. And memory. Memory. <laughs> That's the one you forgot. It's memory. Ah, it's good. He does they, not speak for us. It writes itself. <laughs> <laughs> they will be constructed in that order. Memory, magic, spirit, knowledge, connection, and hope. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, Did you think it was going to be easy? You think like, oh, we fought Zephyr and it was this big, complicated combat encounter. Uh, oh, I we'll figured, just walk in. I figured it'd be puzzly. Yeah. I was like, it's puzzly. I didn't bring a pen. Sentry, <laughs> do you want to ask her anything about Solon and maybe Queen Astoria? This is your chance. Ah. Uh. Oh, so many questions. Take your time, said Norbright. I know that Solvin was your home. 
Did you meet Queen Astoria? In the same way that we meet many of our followers, Guinevere often prayed to me. I gave her inspiration where I could. I knew her. How did she do what she did? I know she met Root, but... Guinevere was a very talented woman long before she encountered Root Prime. She was curious. She asked many questions, was never satisfied with the answers that she was given. She drove herself. She wanted to make a better world. It seems seems fitting that this is how Solven will be used. She was also a warrior and a protector. She knew that knowledge alone would not protect what she loved. So where possible, she built both infrastructure, architecture, weapons, magic. She was no saint, but I know her heart was well-placed. It was. It really was. Thank you. You are welcome, Sentinel Prime. Well, if there is such a thing as fate, and having seen a very big spider that literally weaves reality, or at least assist with it. I think fate has brought you here, Sentry. Back to Solvin to help save Rose. Or at least send it somewhere safe. It's nice to think of it that way. It seems like all the destruction wasn't entirely for nothing. Now that we can use it I think again. Max just puts a hand on your shoulder. Doesn't say anything, just hand on the shoulder. I think with the creation with the star seed, it just makes me feel like instead of us being flapping around with no tether and no real answer in sight, this feels like an anchor, you know? On a very, on the end of a very, 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 very long rope, but it's nice and comforting to know that there is something at the end of this if everything goes wrong and it feels like an anchor to me. The star seed will not, it is the best contingency I can offer. It is not infallible, if possible. She, for the first time she smiles. She's been very stoic and kind of like serious. There's a hint of a smile at the corner of her mouth. My siblings and my mother would like you to succeed. I have done what I can. The Starseed could have failings. There is also limited. It will perhaps save the souls of Aroas. But our reality is more than just our world. Whether or not they are our enemies or our foes, if Hadar consumes them, they will be irrevocably destroyed forever. 
any souls that Hadar consumes before the Starseed can save them will be lost. It is a contingency, a last hope. That is all I can offer. It's still better than nothing. That is what it is meant to be. Could you provide for the bird brains out there just a summary of the capability of the Star Seed? What it will retain? Is it just historical records or is it no. life itself? It is, it is difficult to explain exactly. It will hold the essence of Aroes, and it is connected to the afterlife where Kalara takes our dead. The idea of it is that it will contain Aroes' history, our culture, our knowledge, memories of people, of places, of things. It will also act as a beacon that should the worst come to pass and Hadar consumes this world, before the web of eternity is cut off from Aroes, as I know certain individuals intend to do so, I will launch the Starseed through the Genesis Well, where it will seek out a new reality. The Starseed will act as a beacon, calling the departed souls to it, where it will house them. It will also be made to survive such a journey. Traveling between realities normally cannot is not possible most of the construction is to create a, a device that is capable of travel in that regard and it will be usable by other divine powers my understanding of siya of mother's magic other divines would be able to use the star seed to bring back those it has within it but also to perhaps conjure up replicants of places of things of people it would be able to reshape parts of a world into ours. If it is discovered by another divine. If mortals discover it, they will be able to have access to our knowledge, what we have learned, everything we know. Stories, tales, our history. We will live on in that way. Can only Kalara add souls to it? Even now, Kalara has stopped adding souls to the afterlife, but any who can journey into Eroes' afterlife will be called to it. So if I were to add a guardian, for example, could I...? It is possible. I do not know exactly how your own magic and existence will tie to this. My powers are limited to what Siaska has given me. My connection is here on Eroes. Your matrix is beyond our world. It came from another reality as well. I do not know, Sentry. I do not know. Likewise, for anyone who is not born on Eroes, who is not bonded to Eroes, I cannot speak for what will happen to them either. Hmm. I can do only what I can. Hmm. Well, what if it is a grim project to construct something as a gift for an Aroes reborn, one that we would never see. Yeah. Um, but it makes sense. If we aren't able to do what we intend to do, then at least encapsulate everything that we are as a gift for someone to use. 
as a warning, maybe, against Hadar. Um, or even just the technology. If you help me with this, I will join Siaska gladly. This is my last task. I did not wish to leave this world with her, her requests unfulfilled. Then we'll do our best. Very well. Under your guidance. She reached out her hand. Bala, come. Uh, and yeah. take what positions you will. I cannot tell you how this will begin, nor tell you how things will progress. You must make your best estimations as you can. Uh, Max turns to the rest of you and says, I will not be able to assist her ladyship while she is doing this, so I'm at your call. I guess we have to decide who's going to which pillar, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not smart, and I'm not magic, and I really don't know what I can give here, guys. I'm gonna be Spirit honest. Spirit connection and hope. Mm. Can we have a there will also be tasks. We will call. I will call out one foci at a time. In between infusing the foci, there will be other things that must be done. Oh God! So, out of character, yep. just to give you a rundown, yep. the way it's going to work is Valena is going to be making the star seed. Mm-hmm. As she does that, things may happen that she might need help with, or you guys need to deal with because it's going to mess you guys up, right? Mm. When she can, she will call out a foci. By the end, by the start of her next turn, you have to infuse it, and that means you have to touch it, and there will be a thing involved, right? Right. Um, I'm just because there's a lot of law, but now I'm trying to get the mechanics for you guys so you understand it, right? Yeah. So yeah, Valena will always act first in the initiative. She will always be at the top of the initiative, right? Mm-hmm. She will begin to when she'll try and construct the thing. There will normally be an event that takes place, or there might be a thing that happens. And then once she's finished that, she can basically call out a foci. You then go and infuse that foci before she takes another turn. If you don't do that, it fails. There will be a consequence and she can only handle so many failures, right? Uh, Valena will tell you in character, like in character, she basically says she can only allow, I think up to, f- um, in fact, I'm not gonna say how many, because mm-hmm. I'm not sure, uh, but she says she can only handle a handful of failures. Um, yeah. Very well. Uh, but we've got so no idea what we're actually gonna be doing. Doing. No. <laughs> um, okay. But there will, be event, there will be things that you have to do. So you might wanna have one person at each foci, you could do that. You might want to have you. You might want to like come up with it, like have you all gathered in the middle, and then you jump to things as you need them. Yeah. Um, but when somebody does successfully infuse a foci, they must remain next to it. If you leave that foci, it will become uninfused, and you will have to do it again. Is that an automatic failure then, or uh, it would count or as just an automatic? Restart? It would count as an automatic well, failure, and you've got to redo it again. Okay. Yeah. Did she say there was an order we had to do them all in? As yes. Well? She will call out the order. Like you don't have to worry about that. It is memory, uh, magic, spirit, knowledge, connection, hope, and when it goes, uh, memory is the one on her left in the in the gated uh, left hand side. Yeah. Magic is the one at the end of the bridge. Um, Spirit is the one on the broken uh, uh, area, the kind of like broken section. Um, knowledge is the one onto her right in the gated section. Uh, connection is the one behind her, um, beyond the forge. Um, and then hope is the one is basically embedded into the ceiling. It's kind of like a hanging down from the ceiling kind of thing. Um, there is a platform there, but it is very thin. It's like connected by a bunch of chains up to the ceiling. Uh, which there isn't a ceiling, so it's sort of just hovering there. 
All right. Cool. Um, Finally written it down. Yeah. I'm it, doing it. Uh, the other thing I will tell you, mechanically, Valor uh, will have her own initiative. Um, Valor will tell you this, and she'll just say, I don't know what's going to be involved in me. If I am capable, I will aid you in whatever way I can, if I am able to. Uh, there are a few things I might be able to do. I can create portals uh, to link a space, two spaces together to allow you to travel quickly. <gasps> I that. That's I learned it from you, Nova. Um, I will also, <laughs> I will be able to uh, enhance time around one of you, um, allowing you to act, it'll basically give you the haste spell. Oh, amazing. Uh, so you get an extra action. Uh, it won't increase your movement speed, but it will give you an extra action yeah. uh, each round. And then finally, I will be able to give you a moat of my divine sort of luck um, that will help you with tasks, and that's basically a re-roll on an ability check or a saving throw. Okay. Um, but to do that, Valor has to make a saving throw on her turn. If she fails it, she can't help you. She's so focused on doing this thing. If she succeeds, any one of you at any time can basically be like, Valor, portal, and then she'll make the portal, right? So it's, it's like a, you get a power if she makes a saving throw. Just call on her. Yeah, you. and I'll remind you of those things. If you just be like, what does Valor do again? I'll be like, blah, 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 blah. she can do these two things. Okay. Um, but it's, it basically becomes a free power for you uh, that you can do. All right. All right. Yeah. We're just we're just forging a new Aroes. Ah, uh, sort of. Kind of. Like a little um. What do they call it? Time capsule. A time, time capsule. capsule. Yeah. In a Arecibo record. Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that is. Yeah. Right. Gonna say goodbye to the past to make a new future. Bam. Oh, I like <laughs> that. Um. All right. Any out of character questions? Nay. Where do we need to be? Oh, are we actually underwater right now? I guess no, we're just... No, this is a stone yeah. chamber. It's just like normal air. We're just walking around um, like normal. Great. Yeah. So I will just... That's the first thing you said. Yeah, that was so long ago. <laughs> That's been a while, hasn't it? Um, 20 minutes. I guess, I guess we'll just stand somewhere in the middle, right? Are we going to designate people to particular tasks? Because... Yeah. Yeah, there's quite um, a lot of distance uh, to cover. I'm going to say, if we, 50, you have 50 minutes to basically figure out what you want to do. We'll go to break, and then when we come back from break, we'll actually, we'll actually start off. the task. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Sounds good. All yeah. right, who yeah. wants to do memory? That was one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I think that should be Nova, because you technically have Tiangong like, inside you as well. I kind of feel that's more... Connect, although it could be like Sentry as well, because Sentry has the memory of. I, I can tell you what the like Valenia will give you a bit more information on each foci as well. Yeah. That would be useful. That'd be useful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So memory is the memory of people, places, the moments and stories. Not scientific knowledge, but lived experience. That sounds like Guardians to me. Right. It's kind of guardian. I'll read them out. Yeah. Magic, the power and wonder of magic, divine and arcane, the moat of possibility that magic creates. You want to double bird that thing? We can double bird that thing. We'll double bird that thing. You can't double bird it, but yeah, sure. Can't double bird it? It's one person. I'll be thinking of you. I think you're knowledge. Spirit. Knowledge. Oh, shit. Uh, spirit is courage, determination, strength, willpower, our long struggles in battle and adversity. That's Nova yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Uh, <laughs> With yeah. my minus two strength. Knowledge, facts, figures, data, instructions, timelines, history, and collected lore. Shit. That, that could me. be either of you two, mm. to be fair. Well, I've also got the tome of knowledge. <laughs> well, yeah, that's uh, hopefully. Connection, bonds between people, emotive connections to the living and the dead. The power of unity. Oh, that could be guardian. That sounds like guardian-y. 
Hey, What's Max? Guardian-y. Max can help us. Max well, can help out. True, yeah. Uh, he won't know anything about this place, though. So that's yeah. Memories so, are out of the question. I, I would. I, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. There's there's six foci and there's only five of you. Um, Max is going to have to help out on one. Uh, yeah. But uh, and then finally, hope. The hope for the future. Small hopes, dreams, wishes. Mm. Valor. Moments of hope. Yeah, Valor is and Valor. Valor is bound to doing this. I wish all of us were birdies. No. <laughs> Get that bird away. Put that in the star seed. Yeah, sure. Damn. They were all birds. <laughs> Can you imagine if you said, I wish we were all birdies instead of just... Oh, Valor. my God, I'd be furious. I can't party of it. I'm gonna be mad at it. Someone has someone did the art, yeah. Yeah. And I'm a little blue jay, it's so cute. Yeah, I'm an eagle. Would that have would that have uh, repaired my arm if he'd done that? Actually, um, I don't even know why we're talking about yeah, it. it didn't no, happen. No, no. You got you um, got bigger worries at the minute. Yeah, we do. Uh, okay. So well, I'm pretty solid on magic. Yeah, yeah. I'm probably spirit. I think Spirit's I'm locked done. into knowledge. It's just the connections, the memory and hope. hope. And memory that need to be allocated. All right, which one is more century? Connection, hope, or memory? Because she's all three, really. Mm. I think hope. hope. Hope? Like, you're the most hopeful out of all of us. You did also Shadow. restore, like, the entire Guardian race uh, to, to lead them into the future. That is the most hopeful thing any of us have done. <laughs> yeah. uh, the other thing I would say is, don't forget, Max is going to have to do one of these and, like, he, there's certain things that he's probably like he has like no connection to Aroes. He doesn't have any knowledge about Aroes. Mm. Um, you got to think who Max is as a person. Hey Max, as well. how hopeful are you feeling about the future? Um, he just kind of frowns. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's not my world. <laughs> I don't really know. Okay. This is your reality, though. Yes, but it, this seems to be very dedicated to your world. I'm really not sure. I mean, That's true. if it was not, I know, I understand Alo is, is likely the most one, but I mean, battle and courage, yes, I, I understand those things. I have some knowledge of magic. I know magic quite well, coming from Gideon Prime, but um, I'm afraid the rest, I'm I'm not sure if I will be much use. I mean, he can do spirit and I can do something else. Connection, maybe? What was connection again? Connection is bonds between people, emotive connections to the living and the dead, the power of unity. Mm, How about really another good. one? Um, <laughs> I mean, no, I'm not. How hopeful do you feel about the future, Ayla? You're gonna smack the shit out of it, aren't you? I need memory as well. Memory could Ayla could do memory. Yeah. I could do memory. I do have weird flashbacks of memory. Mm. I, like memory is is kind of very general. It's it seems to just be about sort of yeah your lived experiences, like the small mm. stories of the world, right? Not just yeah. like the the knowledge in books, but like. The places, the people, the faces. Like, you're I mean, pretty well travelled. Yeah, yeah, you also have some tied connection. Not, not to link you to connection, but you have some link to a old version of you. From, yeah. Like, no, that's what I'm saying. It, I could do memory. It just means that that's up first, and I'm out of the fight. That well, yeah, yeah. You, Which you is why, uh, that's yeah. More of a okay. So if you hmm. need some strength, I might not be. You could, I mean, Max might say, like, I mean, I have some memories that since I've arrived here on Arois, I, I could try, but... I don't think it would be as strong, would it? Do you feel emotional connections with us? No. Yeah, no, I feel I'm, a, I'm protective of her, her ladyship, but... What about your connection mm. to Violet? Yeah. She is. It is possible. You are her protector. Is that what will be asked of Max, though? One specific connection? 
You don't know. And even Valena doesn't know exactly what's going to happen when you try and infuse these folk. Probably need someone more versatile. Spirit is probably the one that he is. Yeah. Best, best yeah. shot. If we're to reallocate you, <laughs> mm-hmm. considering connection, knowledge, and hope, not up there in your top three. How do Battle in spirit. That is something I know very well, yes. Valor, where do you see yourself? I think uh, that I'm needed here, Lucius. She I can, don't think I can do help. It. I it's think I'm going to be needed in the over. construction. Yeah, it's basically five of so us and then one where we... What speaks to you the Connection most, and hope is what we have. Mm. Connection with your matrix or hope at the future? Oh, it's difficult. <sighs> I feel like the... You can also just see like what the scenario is. Like mm. you, you might not be able to send the people you want to the thing you want because of other stuff going on. Like there might be- We could yeah. just leave the, the last three open. I feel like Sentry's probably the only one that, she's got spirits and dead. Yeah. She's the only one with that. So maybe Nova fits better for Oh yeah. I have. That was terrifying. Vanilla technically brought you back. So it's mm. a good connection there. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you're right. So wait, where's where is Nova again? Hope. Maybe Hope. Hope. Uh, I guess I hope to Well I mean yeah, I mean yeah, you, yeah, I'm not gonna say anything. <laughs> I'm not gonna shut my mouth. I hope to travel to the stars and see Thalia again. I hope yeah. to see Ganesh. Mm. I hope to see Wharton Sarfried. I don't I mean to diminish the hopes, but in, I mean, the grand scheme of an entire civilization's uh, posterity, uh, a hope to see someone in space might not be enough. Well, you did cut me off before I got to the real smushy stuff. Go for the smushy. I hope that you survive, Quill. That's not smushy. I hope I survive. <laughs> right. Well, I, maybe it's best to see and act on a whim when it feels right to you. Go to it. Yeah. You guys want to position yourselves on the map? Yeah. I mean, I'll nudge towards no ledge. Uh, yep. I can't remember which one's which. Well, brilliantly, Connection Magic. and Hope are very far away from each other. Oh. So. Sorry, Sandra. Oh, sorry, Sandra. I'm very top-heavy. Oh, God, Lucia's down. <laughs> we can nudge each other around it during the break, I think. Yeah. <laughs> so you, do you want to be actually, like, up here next to the knowledge sort of column, Quill, or do you want to be sort of still on the central? Still, platform? I think, yeah, I'll stick to the central tile just in yeah. case, like, I've got no idea what's going to happen when so she Lucia's activates it. I'll be at the base of this the bridge, bridge, right? leads yeah. to it. Okay, Ayla, where do you want Where's to? Memory? Uh, Memory is the first one. So this one oh yeah, I'll save it in the middle there. In yeah. Middle. Yep. Nova, hope is up on the ceiling. Yeah. Hope and the other one are real far apart from each other. Um. Yeah. Remember, we might get a portal from Valus. That's mm. true. Yeah, I'll go back to maybe yeah. the connection one. Going to go behind. I'll go behind. Yeah. He was spirit. Spirit was this one over here. Okay, we're kind of... It's sad that I don't get spirit. Yeah, I'll go back, yeah. Sounds fun. (laughs) It's Um, not that you don't have spirit, it's that Max... I'll stick in the middle, because I can... Yeah, it's it's directly up as well. I can dimension door and stuff like that. So there is a platform to stand on, and it is directly above the anvil. Also, Valor could uh, throw you up there as well, I guess. Yeah, if she makes a saving throw. Gravity thrust? Oh, good, you can start oscillating up there. (laughs) (laughs) You can also just levitate, dude. You've levit- too I know. It's too slow. <laughs> Not good it's enough. It's not my style. Um, all right. 
Okay. <laughs> well, in that case, let's take break a little. It's five minutes. In fact, it's perfect. Perfect time. We're going to take, we're going to end this part here. Join us for the next part. See you then. See ya. Bye. See ya. See ya. See ya.